You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum, where we have been broadcasting the doubleheader between the A's and the Rangers down in Arlington, Texas. And the Rangers took the first game, and the final was uh, 5-2. Texas spoiling the Major League debut of the right-hander from Cal Dalton Jeffries. But the A's bounced back and uh, led by a seven-run top of the second inning. The Athletics beat the Rangers 10-1. So the A's and the Rangers, and they played about five hours of baseball today, and it was a good afternoon, as it turned out, and evening because the Athletics got the game they had to win. I mean, you don't want to get swept, and especially because the A's uh, have not had a whole lot of luck in their doubleheader games this year. But for the A's in their third doubleheader, it's the second one they've split. The first one they played uh, back in August against the Astros, that was a sweep by Houston. But uh, the Athletics get uh, their 29th win of the year. They're 29-16. Last we checked, the Astros were losing to the Dodgers, so that would up the A's lead to 7.5 over um, Houston and uh, would whittle the A's magic number to clinch the West down to seven games. So the A's obviously in great shape with the regular season ending two weeks from tomorrow. This is the A's Clubhouse Show, and it's presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. That's coming up right after this. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the A's Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Let's head back to the Coliseum. I know it's been a very, it's been an odd year, but it's been a very odd day. And losing the first one, winning the second one's good. As you said, magic number is eight. It's about to be seven if the Dodgers hold on. So bad news about Chapman, bad news about Pac. Now bad news about Pender, but... You know, when you're dealing with human beings, Ken, guys get hurt, and you just got to you, you gotta move on. You have to deal with these kind of, I guess, Pyrrhic victories, Chris, because it was tough. And I think the, the whole A's family was rocked with the news that Chapman left to have surgery and missed the year. And, you know, with Susan Slusser reporting that looks like a hamstring injury to Chad Pinder. Obviously, we learned yesterday about the impending shoulder surgery for 
Uh, A.J. Puck, it's a tough deal, and I, I, you wonder what the front office will be thinking in the succeeding days and if the A's are going to add somebody from out of the organization that they think might be able to help them in the postseason. That would have to happen pretty quickly because you have to add that player by the 15th. But, uh, you know, Chris Bassett continues to, to really shine, and that's been one of the best stories of the year, Chris, and lowering his ERA down to 2.92 which is sixth best in the American League. So the A's got the win they needed to get. You know, just pick up a few wins here and there now, and they're going to have this division clinched before you know it. And this is a great problem to have where you have a bunch of guys throwing the ball well. You're going to have three starters in that first round, and I I like that we have a full-on competition for those three slots. And you're likely you're going to have to need, I would think, four starters in the postseason too, Chris. I mean, if you were to get past the first round, because I would think there would be maybe just one day off between the, uh, the wild card round and the division series, so that would necessitate a fourth. So, I mean, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but uh, you're right. For the, um, the wild card round, you're going to need three. And there's a lot of... Con- I would think, if, as long as he stays healthy, that you could put Mr. Lazardo in one of those spots, and I'm sure you agree. I think there's no doubt about it. And the way Chris Bassett has thrown the ball lately, I, I, you know, I've been asked on, on, uh, on the clubhouse show about this, and it was like, well, as of right now, I'm still bullish on fires because I look at the A's record, and I know fans maybe get tired of me, but if you look at the record, it is what it is. It's over a 700 winning percentage. It's around 730, I believe, right now that when he's on the mound, they win. So I think about him. I think about Bassett. I think about Lazardo. but here comes, uh, comes Manai, and who knows the next uh, couple starts for Frankie. That's right, because, and, and I know this is like a broken record because we've talked about it a lot, that uh, to succeed in the postseason, it really helps to have a dominant couple of starting pitchers. And Frankie Montas, if he's on his game, he can certainly be one of those guys. And then you can make the decision, Ken, about who you think could actually be better helping you be a long guy in the bullpen. Because traditionally now, starters, they don't have a long rope in the postseason. That's right, and you hope you wouldn't need somebody, but you might if somebody if something happens, an injury. Remember when Steve Sparks had to come in for uh, Tim Hudson who got hurt in the division series at Fenway Park in 2003? And so, yeah, I mean, you would think that if, if your starter gets out decently into a game, the A's have plenty of bullpen pieces as it is, but uh, you're right. Uh, having the luxury of a long man down there wouldn't hurt. And the guy who's starting to get back to form finally, and it's wonderful to see at the plate, is Marcus Simeon. Yeah, and and this was good to see today that he played the second game because there was, I mean, even Bob Melvin talked about this, that with Marcus coming back after the side injury, and Marcus wants to play every day, (laughs) but he had a long streak of playing every day, that that with all these doubleheaders that he would play one game and sit out the second game or, you know, vice versa, but they felt that he looked great yesterday and that that was the best that he's looked in a while. And so he played uh, both games, and he had a big game in, the, in game two, including the home run. And uh, Murph, the big catcher, what he's starting to do at the bat, not only the home runs, but you look his averages up to 247. And if you're going to tell me your catcher's going to have over an 800 OPS and throw like he does, you got a star in the making. He's been great, and 
obviously you don't point to one thing that like got caught stealing in the first inning of a 10-to-1 game, but that was a big play because then the A's seized the change in momentum when they got the seven in the second. So he is a special talent, and if he stays healthy, uh, the knee injuries and the surgery that he had uh, derailed his time in the minor leagues last year. And as we detailed early in the game, Chris, he, did, he hasn't played that many games in the minors. 235 minor league games for Murphy before uh, beginning the year as the A's regular catcher. That's not a whole lot of time. So he's made a tremendous amount of progress in a short amount of time. Yeah, and the other guy that throws to him, Jesus Lazardo, he doesn't really have a resume in the minor leagues, and now you're relying so much on him too. Well, people were wondering if he'd be able to get deep into games, and maybe he might be better off in relief for the club this year. But he's, you know, he's been able to go out and give the club seven last time out and kind of breezing his way through it. So, so now there are no restrictions on him. And let's not forget Jonah Heim, too, because the A's, how many clubs would have the, the second-best record in baseball, uh, Chris, with two rookie catchers back there? <laughs> Two rookie linebackers back there. What yeah, really, no kidding. <laughs> well, we're going to keep everybody updated on what's going on in Los Angeles right now. The Dodgers lead 5-4. to four. It's in the ninth inning, but a couple runners on for the Houston Astros. As, I don't know, Ken, did you ever, were you able to let you go on this? Did you, uh, were you able to see, oh, uh, did Reddick just scored? They've tied it up 5-5. Five, five. It's not going to wow. be easy. Did you see the early reception, all the Dodger fans outside of Chavez Ravine taunting said- them? It was on Vin Scully Way, too, right outside the ballpark. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Yeah, trash su- cans, the whole su- thing. Not surprising. No. Well, ever since their fan fest, you've known how heated they are about it. No, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, I think you're with me. You're glad this one was seven. Well, the, it was seven, and it was still two hours and 58 minutes. So the, the answer to your question is yes. <laughs> Have a great night. We'll right, talk bud. to you tomorrow. Talk to you later. The great Ken Korak here. I, I know Fossey. I know Fossey won't go with me, but come on. Three hours to play seven innings in a doubleheader? That's why they did it. Because they knew. They knew... Guys were going to test positive. For some reason, the media thought no one was going to test positive. But we learned, Stan Caston and different people in this game, that they knew at some point there were going to be people who were going to get it, and there's going to be a game plan, and going to play doubleheaders, and that's why the doubleheaders will be seven innings. To not have them go, I mean, this one went three hours. If you had two more innings in a game like this and more pitchers going out there? Because I look at... The, the worst-case scenario, that's what I did my hit in the second game on, is what's happening between the Padres and the Giants. If they're not able to go tomorrow, that's three games they missed. So that means three games they got to make up. And they play each other the last three games of the season. Can you imagine ending your season with three straight doubleheaders and then saying, one day off, and now it's time to play in the playoffs. That is a lot of baseball. That's a lot of pressure on your pitching staff. We don't know what those games would, would mean. Would they still mean something for both of them? I think they'll definitely mean something for the Padres, deciding on who you play, because they're, they're not going to catch the Dodgers. The Astros have just gone ahead. 
The Astros now lead. They've put up a two spot in the top of the ninth inning. They lead six to five. And it still looks like there's no first and third and nobody out. Ugh. That's not what we wanted to see. It's four runs in the top of the ninth? Excuse me, that's four runs in the top of the ninth. I just started tracking it when they were at, when it was 5-4. But this is why you got to hope and, and pray that no one else tests positive and this is it. And get these guys to a bubble as fast as you can. Because that bubble is working in the NBA. It works in the NHL. It would work for Major League Baseball. But you got to get to it. And unfortunately, we're not there yet. And we're still talking about the first round being in everybody's home ballparks for the top seeds, and it's just... Oh, it's one. It's just, it'll be the strangest year of everybody's career. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. We've played two today. The A's lost the first game 5-2, to two, but rebound in the second game, and they absolutely hammer the Rangers. We will talk about it and break it down and take your phone calls after this 10-to-1 victory right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And the A's Clubhouse Show is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. The postseason chase is heating up, and A's Cast has you covered. Your 24-7 destination for A's baseball will be with you all September long as the A's vie for their third consecutive postseason berth. With play-by-play for every game, live shows, and nonstop podcasts, A's Cast is your audio home for the postseason. Tune in today by heading to athletics.com slash A's Cast. That's athletics.com slash A's Cast. This is A's Clubhouse. And the Clubhouse Show brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. It's been a long day, but you know what? Each day 
getting closer to the postseason, getting closer to being the champs of the AL West. That's what it's all about. We just wanted any baseball this year. Happy to be on all day, every day. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, welcome to the Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. So I got a bunch of bullet points. I'll try to go through them quickly. First of all, um, here's the good news I'm taking out of that Houston Dodgers game. Uh, I've never been a big fan of uh, Kenley Jansen, uh, and they knocked him out with four runs in the ninth. So if we ever get to play the Dodgers in the you know in the World Series, uh, one thing we can definitely say is our closer is worlds better than their closer. So secondly, um, you know, this seven-inning format, I, I actually like it a lot. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of, of making changes, that any changes that make the game more exciting, more dramatic. I would like to see the seven-inning format actually considered permanently for all games. Um, once again, I mean, it just adds more drama. Uh, the middle innings aren't, you know, don't tend to be dull anymore. They're all important. So, anyways, I hope they I hope they consider it at that at some point, you know, as as a permanent change. Third, uh, Jeffries uh, definitely is not ready for prime time. Not terribly surprised the guy never even pitched uh, in AAA. So I'm wondering if um, the A's might look at Weems uh, to, to fill that role as a spot starter if they get, you know, really backed up for for starting pitching. Now I know I know he's a converted uh, position player and. I know he only threw 38 pitches today, but he looked fabulous, and uh, maybe maybe he's wor- it's worth a look see to see if maybe he could be a starter or at least an opener. Uh, uh, you know, as we as we get uh, you know more and more games that we have to squeeze in here. Uh, next, uh, projected out the A's will win 104 games, which would be the most ever in Oakland history. Something to think about. Um, and uh, that's it. I think that's all. I like it. Just bullet points, get in and get out. Make your point. I, I like it. Okay. And you're, almost, and, 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 and you're almost like a talk show host where you're clearly putting the cart before the horse talking about the World Series, A's closer versus the Dodgers closer. I like it, though. You know I'm into that. Cool. Cool. Well, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, the seven-inning game, I know traditionalists hate it, but you know what? Traditionalists are, are you know... They're not listening to them anymore. Right. They have studies. I mean, there, there's a lot of money and a lot of think tank go into this. And baseball has changed over the years. Baseball hasn't always been 162 games, for God's sakes. And seven innings, if you're trying to really build, you know, what is the difference? Take 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 the fact that football and and baseball are completely different. They're completely different sports. But the thing is, kids can watch it because football is played where you live somewhere around 1 o'clock. Especially when you start going to the Central and the Eastern time zones game. It's never played at 7 o'clock. You know, football games aren't going to 11 o'clock at night. So kids get to actually see the entire game. 
unless it's going to be Monday night football on the East Coast or Sunday night football. But your football team, like if you grow up on the West Coast, your team at home kicks off at 1 o'clock, 1.15, whatever, and you as a kid get to watch, you're a 49er fan, you get to watch the entire game. Well, if I'm a kid and we're in school, and the A's or the Giants are playing here in the Bay Area, and you're playing these three-hour games, I don't see the end of the game because i got to go to bed. So I, 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 for some reason, I don't understand why if you want to grow your game and continue to grow your game long term, we've got to get young people interested in baseball again. We've got to start the games earlier, and I'm kind of with you. I, I know I'm a nine-inning guy, but... At least if it's got to be nine innings, these games got to start starting at like six o'clock. Because because my kids are in bed. My kids are fourteen. They're teenagers. They're in bed. They got school the next day. How is that good? That your your next generation, your next season ticket holders, your next people who are buying stuff, merchandise, and they're buying tickets, they're in bed and they don't get to see the late part of the games. It's just that's that's not a good business strategy. Exactly. Here's another quick idea too. Uh... Reduce the number of regular season games and pack Ugh. it on to the postseason. I, don't I know. know. I, 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 I got people fighting me about this postseason. I can't wait for it to mm-hmm. happen. I can't wait to watch the ratings and just say, hey, ratings are king. Ratings bring in mm-hmm. money. And, yes, yep. whatever that number is, 154, 152, whatever it is, Drop it down and add those games to the postseason. Restructure your contracts with Fox. And, I mean, I... It would make the season go faster. There'd be more excitement. There'd be more playoffs. And I've never seen more playoffs ever hurt a sport. Even when they go, there's too many bowl games in college football. Look at the money they're making. And at the end of the year, when you start playing the big boy bowls and the and the in the national championship game, ratings galore. There you go. Yep. Thank you very much. Thank That's you, Gene. Exactly I know people don't want to change. Cha- change is always met with people who don't like it. Doesn't matter what the change is. Some change is bad. Some change is good. But any kind of change, it could be the best change, it's going to be met with opposition. Because human beings, for the most part, they don't like change because it's uncomfortable. They like what they like, and they like how it's always been. But I will throw it out there. There is no business in the United States of America that does not change. There's no business. You have to evolve with times. You can't sit here and say, well, I used to watch baseball and this is what it was like. Well, that's great, but we need to get as many people watching this game, listening to this game, attending this game. And if there's changes that can do that, how can you possibly say it's bad for business? If it makes you uncomfortable, sorry, but we're already seeing people going, I kind of like a runner starting on second and the 10th. I kind of like it. I mean, people are starting to see stuff going, you know what? Maybe a little maybe a little bit of change. And that's why I say just give this postseason format a shot. Just check it out. And then that, I mean, what, what, what is it going to hurt? And the standard line is, well, as long as it's this season. But what if it really does... Okay, maybe there's a, a under 500 team in there. But what if the ratings are great? 
Isn't that what's best for the sport? To have more eyeballs watching it? I think it's sad that baseball playoff starts and i got to go find Fox Sports 1. I don't even know where that is on my dial. I always have to go find it. Baseball on TBS? Really? Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Jesse, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, um, you know, really tough news about Matt Chapman today. Um, you know, that's, uh, who knows how long it's going to take for him to get back. Who knows how long it's going to take for him to get back to being like himself again. Uh, you know, I saw Susan Slusser wrote that um, it was a similar injury that Canna had four years ago. But I don't think that's the case. I think Mark Canna had a hip impingement. And this is a no. I think no, she, she said it's the same one Sean Mania had. Oh well, but Sean Mania was in the shoulder, though, right? No, 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 no. When he got drafted, he had this. Oh, okay, okay, cool. All right. So you know, but I'm but, with you. I have no idea that. I mean, I got to figure that out. Um, been a long day, but yeah. What's the you know? There's the normal timeline, but every surgery is different. But what's the normal recuperating time for something like this? And, and also, how will he look in terms of his base speed? One of his underrated skills was foot speed. I mean, the guy's really good at running uh, fast. And, um, you know, also, you know, how's he going to look on defense? You know, how's his power going to look? He generates your power from the lower half. This is, this is, there's no sugarcoat in this. This is a deeply concerning injury. And we won't know how to feel about this for several months, maybe even a year. So, but the good news is, if there's any good news after that, the, the A's lineup seems to be getting a little longer here with uh, the emergence of Sean Murphy and Vimeo Machine. These guys look like they're starting to, you know, lengthen our lineup out. You know, it, it feels really good to have Murphy and Machine down at the bottom of that lineup. They're working the count. They're not striking out a lot. Uh, Murphy in particular... This guy, even when he wasn't hitting at the beginning of the year, he was still seeing a lot of pitches. You never really see him lunging after pitches. Like, if you think about it, how often do you see him look really fooled at the plate? And for a big guy as big as he is, six foot three, to be able to, and, and when he swings, he, sw- he puts both cheeks in, into every swing. <laughs> he really seems to, he does, though. Yeah. I mean, he's got a big swing. Well, how about how he hard really... he's hitting the ball back up the middle right now on the ground? I mean, that he's squaring it up, and when you're when you're hitting it right back up the middle, you're seeing it, you're feeling it. So not only that home run he hit that was dead central way up, and we don't even know what the, that area is called, but then now uh, today seeing balls hit right back up the middle as hard as he's hitting them, that's impressive. And he's obviously very selective, so I'm, I'm really impressed. I'd leave him down there in the bottom part of the lineup. I don't want to get too excited, but looking at his minor league numbers, he doesn't strike out a lot, and he, he tends to walk more than, um, well, not walk more than he strikes out, but he tends to walk a lot. So that's the good news, is that while Chapman is down, we're starting to see other guys emerge, and, um, and, and Machine is definitely a part of that. He doesn't have the same power as Murphy, but he definitely has you know, the same selectivity at the plate and the ability to get on base. And again, he doesn't look like he's up there lunging and chasing after pitches. That's a good sign. That's a good sign because you, 
you got to take a pick up the slack somewhere. And Chapman is basically an MVP candidate. His first two years in the league, top ten in the league in MVP uh, rankings. Um, you know, so this you know the emergence of these two guys couldn't come at a better time. I agree. I agree, and and, yep. and and I think I think what we're seeing, if this is his progression, it's funny how Dusty Baker goes, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're treating this guy like Johnny Bench, and I'm not saying he's going to be Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench is the greatest, but he's showing you that this, this, this could be really special long-term, his skill set. He was a second-round draft pick, so he's got that pedigree. You know, he's definitely a guy the A's had hopes for. And again, looking at his minor league numbers, there's nothing to suggest that he shouldn't be doing this. You know, there's some guys in the league right now that are putting up some numbers. It's like, man, you know, I mean, Donovan Solano, you look at his numbers. It's like, how is he doing this? He wasn't doing it in the minor leagues. He wasn't doing it in the major leagues. Now all of a sudden he's, you know, he's uh, Edgar Martinez or something. I mean, the guy's incredible. Um, but this guy, Murphy, is just doing what he's always done. He's just doing it at the big league level. So that's, that's very encouraging. And, um, you know, at, at this point, I think it's just um, you got nothing to lose. You, you're without your best player. You, you know you're going to the postseason. Let's just go in there and enjoy it. What, whatever happens, let's just go in there and enjoy it, you know. Yeah, hey, have a good Saturday night. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, Murphy, I believe, was a third-round pick, but it doesn't matter, second, third round. You're in the big leagues now. It doesn't matter. All right, let's go to uh... – Let's go to lots of Gary in San Ramon. Gary, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Uh, imagine you're just a little bit tired because I'm just sitting here and I'm tired just watching both of these games today and all the drama. Oh, I don't get tired. I can go all day. Come on, Gary. Come on. Yeah, okay. Well, you're not 72, so what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so when did the news about Pinder come out? Because I was, I was mad because I thought he was a candidate to start that second game. Yeah, so our guys had it on the broadcast, and yes, it has been a long day. Robert, what inning was that when they when they when they uh, talked about it? Like the Robert thinks it was like the fifth inning when they brought it up. Yeah, I was I was I was emailing my friend. I said, "Why isn't Pinder in there? Is he hurt?" And and nobody seems to know. So. Does anybody know the extent of that injury or anything right now? It's a hamstring. And let me tell you, hamstrings, I don't know how I don't know the severity of it. But first of all, the only thing you can do with a hamstring is rest. And then they yeah. can start then they can start working on the hamstring, but it's a, it's rest, it's a lot of stretching, they'll work on it with all the different things that they do. But he's not going to be able to run for a while. He probably won't take batting practice. Maybe he can play a little catch. But hamstrings are very tricky because if you don't heal it, if you don't do it right, it can just keep straining so easy. And it's one of those injuries where you think you're right again, and then you, you try and have that burst of speed, and boom, it pops on you again. So hamstrings are tricky. And they're going to do a lot of different treatment to it. But at the very beginning, it's a lot of rest and a lot of ice and a lot of not doing anything. Yeah, that's uh, so I don't know what the options are, you know, bringing somebody up or probably going to end up on the IL. But uh, the other question I had, um, so 
what is the plans for um, for KD? Because with Chapman gone and Bender not available, you know we're going to need some right-handed pop. And and all I've been seeing from KD is that he's been just been playing sporadically uh, against lefties. So uh, you think Melvin's going to give him more of an opportunity to to hone that swing again? Because we we saw some good things from him in that Houston series. Uh, he took a couple of walks tonight, but uh, if he's going to get back on track, he needs to play, doesn't he? Well, if he gets back on track, I think one thing that you can say that if he's starting to walk, maybe he's starting to see it better again. I know there's been some worry about his bat speed. It just has not been the same. And But as you said, when you're down some guys, you know, it may be your only option. I mean, this might be what you got. And what would it be just like, one of the greatest things ever for him to morph back into the guy that hits 40-plus home runs a year and anchors the middle of that order, yeah, that would be great. But we haven't seen that guy uh, since really April of last year. So it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to bet on that. But like you're saying right now, you got so many guys hurt. What do you have to lose? Yeah, I think he's going to run out of options as far as right-handed pop, especially with Pinder out of there so uh, and Chapman out of there. So, uh, yeah, well, I think we're going to need to take a look at that. So I uh, appreciate your, your comments on uh, changing the game. I'm with you as far as starting these games earlier. Um, we need to do that, and I'm, I'm not sold on the seven-inning uh, seven thing, but it is a necessity given what's happening. But uh, if MLB would have kind of started this season a little earlier, which I think they could have, and, and, and planned some more days off, you know, maybe we could have avoided some of these doubleheaders. Uh, what do you think, Tony? Well, it was about money. You're right, but it was about we could have had a much longer season. But it was about money. It was about the players and the owners, and it was about money, which baseball is always about. They'll tell you it's about you, but it's about the money. And yeah, that's just that you know that they had to find the commissioner finally had to say, "Hey, listen, you don't like these proposals? Sixty game season, let's go," because they had this agreement back in March, but. You know, baseball's fight is always about money. It's sad. Gary, thank you so much for the phone call, and you call again. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, to see Chris Davis get back to be Chris Davis would be incredible. I just don't know if that's going to happen. And I understand. People are like, seven innings? All I know is this. I've been very fortunate to cover the other sports. And I covered the Golden State Warriors through horrific times, like back when P.J. Carlissimo got choked by Latrell Sprewell, and I've covered him through their championships. The one thing that's so different about Warrior basketball is it's got a clock, and you know when it's going to end. So I can see Oracle Arena packed, and there's kids, because you know when it's going to end. And you can get your kids home, depending how close you live to the arena. That's a big difference when you, that's how you build generation of generation, generation. We're losing generations in baseball. You're not in the NBA. You're not in the NFL. Hockey is different. But playing super long and super late, I, don't, I mean, from a business standpoint, if you have a be- if you got a better way to grow it, I'm all ears. 
The A's split a doubleheader. If you're listening to us on radio and the radio station is leaving us, you can always listen on A's Cast, athletics.com slash A's Cast. That's athletics.com slash A's Cast. Coming up next, Vince Catronio with Chris Bassett right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. In the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. to A's cast. One, two pitch. Here it comes. Breaking ball. Swung on and missed. Got it with the cutter. That's the sixth strikeout for Chris Bassett. And he keeps the Rangers off the board. They strand two out of the fifth inning. 7-0 Oakland. God, he has been so good lately. Let's hear from Chris Bassett with Vince Catronio. Downey, Chris Bassett has been a part of a A's rotation that's rounding in a form at just the right time. Six strong innings and a 10-1 victory to earn a split in the Doubleheader, which we'll get to, Chris, but obviously there's there's other news off the field with uh, the finality of Matt Chapman's season and then learning about Chad Pinder likely going on the IL. This is a team that is uh, bonded together. How do you fight through uh, those situations to, to get where you want to be? Yeah, I mean, losing those two guys is, I mean, horrible for us. I mean, they're two basically leaders. I mean, Pinder... On the field, obviously, is huge, but all, I mean, off the field in the clubhouse, he's, I mean, he's one of the guys that everyone single person goes to. Um, Chapman's our leader on and off the field. So losing those two guys is, is, it stinks. But, uh, I mean, the show goes on kind of thing. I mean, we got guys, I mean, machines stepping up. I mean, we have a lot of guys stepping up, and I think we have a ton of confidence in them. And I, I mean, obviously, hope Chappie, I mean, surgery goes well and we get him long-term kind of thing. So, I mean, I think we're all thinking about him and hopefully we get him back in the clubhouse and their energy can kind of just keep pushing us. Chris, when you're in a regular 162-game season and you get 25 to 30-plus starts, there's a chance to get in a rhythm and feel like you're on a roll. Yeah, I don't know how you do that in 2020. This was your ninth start, and they've been mostly consistent. Right now, do you feel like it is – on a roll for you that, that you're commanding the ball the way you want to? Yeah, I think the last two starts, um, I think, I mean, I don't think any single person wants to get COVID and stuff like that, obviously. I mean, it's a horrible thing, but I mean, 
for our pitching staff, it was almost kind of what we needed a little bit of a break just because, I mean, me and Montas, I think we're just not right um, mechanically and stuff like that. And the break kind of gave us a opportunity to talk, talk things out, um, what we saw in each other, what we were doing kind of wrong. Um, Manaya obviously is dominating of late. Um, and it was just more so just we had time just to like kind of look over and assess of what we were kind of going through and what we were doing. And then we had extra time for bullpens and stuff like that. So um, I think from a coaching staff and a, a front office standpoint, we couldn't have made better like time of what we actually did with our time. I mean, I, I mean, I think we're in a great spot from a rotation standpoint going forward. Can you point to a specific thing or two for yourself that, that uh, not necessarily unlocked things, but got you back on the rails the way you wanted to be? Yeah, I mean, usually you throw one one um, one bullpen in between starts, and I think I threw three or four bullpens um, before that Houston start, and it was just working on shaping my pitches and basically just getting down the, down the path the right way. Um, Emo kind of telling me what I wasn't doing right, and I mean, it was just getting back to being in attack mode. I mean, same thing. I mean, I don't want to talk for Montas, but the same as that thing, and I think we were trying to be too cute with a lot of stuff and it was just go out there. Our stuff's too good to be walking guys and stuff like that and just attack hitters. And um, I think long-term that's going to pay big dividends for us. No pitcher turns away offense, 13 yeah. batters bat in the second inning, seven runs about 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're a pretty active guy anyway. So how did you keep yourself loose? <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I mean, I was running around in the clubhouse and, chasing the bullpen guys that are still sitting in there and throwing in the, in the cage and stuff like that. But I mean, I won't complain about runs at all, but I mean, it wouldn't be bad if they spaced them out a little bit better because that was, that was a tough one, but it, it was good. One final thought. The team is close to at least getting that first step with that in the back of your mind. What, what has impressed you about the team's ability to focus on the day at hand and that's what's got you to that point, which is something you're being asked to do as it gets closer and closer. Yeah, I mean, not to be cliche, but I mean, I, I, I point to Bob Melvin and his leadership. I mean, I think every single day it's just focus on today and the way that he handles every single player and talks to every player and um, basically keeps our mind in the moment instead of thinking about all the other stuff, whatever it may be. Um, from navigating the COVID to the protest to everything that's kind of been thrown at us. I mean, even the fires and stuff like that, that we're all, I mean, we're thinking about people back home, but I mean, I don't know how much Bowmel makes, but he deserves a little bit of raise because he, he, he had a full plate this year and he's handled it basically to perfection. So uh, yeah. Um, I'm glad to have him as our manager. I'll say that. Well, you guys are, are certainly responding. I appreciate the visit. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. Chris Bassett joining us. Chris, now back to you. Did you just hear that? Did you just hear that? The respect that these players have for their manager as a man and a leader. I try and I try and talk about it all the time. Somebody has to manage the people. Somebody has to have the relationships beyond just numbers because you're dealing with human beings. 
And Bob Melvin is as good a people manager. Forget the uniform. Forget the job. Male, female manager. A person that can manage other people and do it the right way because you're dealing with different type of personalities, different types of egos. you got to get everybody pulling on the same rope, the common goal. I've never seen someone do it as well as Bob does. Another guy I saw do it real well was Dusty Baker back in the day. It's, it's, and you just heard Bassett right there. Look at the respect he has for Bob Melvin. And yes, what these guys are dealing with. No baseball team in the history of baseball has to do with what these 30 teams are dealing with. And as much as we don't like the Astros, but the A's and the Astros were talking about a hurricane. COVID, social injustice. I mean, all the stuff that now the California teams, Northern California teams, fire, horrible air quality. I mean, it is just one bad thing after another. No baseball players, no basketball players, no hockey players, golfers, tennis players, football players, college football. No one's ever no one's ever had to go through something like as much as they've had to go through. Let's go to EJ in Oakland. EJ, you're on the clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, pretty simply, I'm devastated by this injury to Chapman today. Uh, I don't think we're done yet. I think we can make up his offensive production, although Pinder also being out really hurts us. Uh, but to me, this injury brought up a, long, a lot of long-standing frustrations with A's ownership. And I feel like this is, this is an indictment of A's ownership. So this, this hip injury, Chapman played with it. It's a soft tissue injury. I feel like he could have continued to play with it for the rest of the season. He could have started taking shots at cortisol or, or, or whatever. Uh, so Chapman's agent is Scott Boris. I always thought that was a bad sign for his future uh, with the A's. But like hypothetically, Chapman could have continued to play with this if the A's would have guaranteed Chapman uh, a, market, a market value contract. They won't do that because of John Fisher. Uh, Billy, Billy can't do that because of John, although Billy's part owner also. I don't want to sound too much, too much like Damon Bruce. Uh, but because we can't guarantee that, Boris tells Chapman to have the elective surgery um, instead of gutting it out for our best chance to win a World Series in the last thirty years. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you, so, you 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 gotta you gotta, and, and and Damon's a friend of mine, but you have to. There's more into it than that. He's under team control. You don't have to pay him yet. That's the way the business works. So. He's made a little money by where he got drafted, but you don't have to pay him right now. That's one. So they can continue to talk about an extension. Uh, number two, if he doesn't – first of all, did you see how he was playing? He couldn't make contact. So if he's having shots, there's no guarantee that he would start hitting the ball. I'll give you a C. 
if you don't do it now and you keep waiting, does that affect how long does that affect him for next season? So, I, I other than looking at John Fisher, like I wouldn't even thought about an ownership standpoint on this one. I, I think there's. And remember, your agent doesn't control you. You control your agent. Your agent works for you. Matt Chapman doesn't work for Scott Boris. Scott Boris works for him. If Matt Chapman wanted to say, as you, and I don't even want to talk about pain shots or whatever they did, because I don't know. I'm not going to play a doctor here on A's cast. But um, the bottom line is this. Your agent, you're going to do what you want to do. Agent works for you. You don't work for the agent. I know everybody, there's like this belief that all these guys are told what to do by Scott Boris. You're your own man. And let me tell you something. Matt Chapman is a very strong person. He's a very strong personality. Matt Chapman's going to do what Matt Chapman wants to do. I I think it's pretty clear what Scott Boris wants to do based on on his track record. Uh, He's going to get the absolute most for his clients and have absolutely no allegiance to, uh, you know, whatever that player's background is. Listen, you know, they're, they're, the relationship between ownership and players, you know, has historically been terrible. So I'm not like, you know, there may be a lockout uh, next season. And so it's, it's not just, it's not just John Fisher's fault. Like we had a different owner, you know, it might be the same issue. Um, oh, it's a lot. It, it's like- a, no. I'm not saying what you're completely wrong. I'm just. I'm just. It, it the business of baseball. And I. And let's be honest with you. Matt Chapman's not a free agent to win 2023 or 2024. I haven't looked at it, but I think it might be 2024. Okay. So it's years from now till he's a free agent. To me, that this just it just smells a lot like. Um, Smells a lot like an, an injury that could have been uh, played through, uh, but because of the off, because we can't guarantee his financial future, um, he's got to save. Excuse me, save himself for the next team. So AJ, that, did you AJ, you, did you see the game? He struck out five times in the game. Yeah, I did. Uh, the, was that the Padres game? Or was that <laughs> he struck whole, out five part? times. He couldn't yeah. make contact. I don't know if a shot's going to help him. I mean, he struck out so many, struck out like X amount of times and X amount of games. It was. I was getting worried. I was like, "What?" Uh, I I don't know if this is something he could have played through. Hope you're right, man. Thank you. That no problem. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be criticisms about about every organization, right? I just don't. I just don't think. Uh, I just don't think that uh, <laughs> that contract and money had anything to do with this. Once again, I'm not. I'm not trying to play doctor. Uh, but all you had to do is watch Matt Chapman play, and he couldn't make contact, and he was trying to gut through it, and he was in pain. And yes. You have to worry about yourself as an athlete. There's no question. I, I'm i pro player. I've been pro player covering the NFL, covering the NBA. I, I, I'm pro player. But I will say this, though, when we talk about Boris, because everybody's like, oh, he's a Boris client. Steven Strasburg's a Bo- Boris client. 
He said, I want to be in Washington, and I only want to be in Washington. The agent work. I've had agents. The agent works for you. You don't work for him. Scott Boris is not paying Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman is paying Scott Boris. He can give you advice. He can strongly suggest things. But in the end, it's your career. You make the call. You're going to be where you want to be. And there's different types of free agents, different types of players. If you want to be the guy that says, I just want the most money. Get me the, I mean, Bryce Harper said, get me the most, he's Scott Boris guy. Get me the most years and money. Wasn't about where he wanted to be. Because L.A. wanted him. L.A. wanted to do the deal that the deal that I like. I like the short term. Give him more money on a short term. So you're not married to him that long. I'll pay extra for that. But he wanted to be that. I signed a 13-year, 300 and something. And you know what? The Phillies bit. And now he's a Philadelphia Philly. Manny Machado. He wanted to be a Yankee. But who was going to give him the most years of money? The Padres. Completely opposite from what you thought a guy from Florida who grew up a Yankees fan would want to be. A San Diego Padre? And then there's other players that go, you know what, I'm happy here. Christian Yelich. Could I get a lot more money somewhere else? Yeah. But I like playing here. And I'm comfortable here. And I don't need to leave. There's been players throughout the years, Cal Ripken Jr., Tony Gwynn, uh, Kirby Puckett. Could they have gotten more money on the market and let everybody bid for them? Sure, but they, they, they loved where they played. George Brett didn't need to leave Kansas City. Robin Yount didn't need to leave Milwaukee. Mike Trout got paid big, but Mike Trout wasn't going anywhere. He's living the dream. In the winter, he goes back home to Millview or whatever it's called, New Jersey, and he's an Eagles season ticket holder. And then during the summer, he's hanging out in Orange County. I don't know where he lives, but if you haven't been to the beaches in Orange County, you've ever been to Dana Point, Laguna, Huntington Beach, it's pretty awesome in the summertime. So he gets to live both worlds. He plays in, it never rains in Anaheim. It's his franchise. He's going to have this big statue. I mean, it's like, it's, it just depends what you want as a player. But I don't buy that the agent controls the player as much as, a. Hey, we've had Scott Boris on the phone, I mean, uh, on the show. He's a powerful man, no question about it, but you control your agent. And once again, I looked it up. Matt Chapman, earliest, according to baseball reference, is 2024. So you've got years now to work out an extension with him. You've got years to work out an extension with Matt Olson. Simeon's the guy, if you want him, you got to do it. It's after this season. He's the guy. All right, coming up next year on the Ace Clubhouse Show, we are going to hear from Bob Melvin and take your phone calls. The number is 510-956-3700. It's the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. 
See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients like real California cheese and sauce made in house. Enjoy six free garlic, parmesan, or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play, or sign up online at RoundtablePizza.com/rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Ready to take on that painting project? Ask Sherwin-Williams and get 35% off paints and stains with sale prices starting at $2502, August 27th through September 7th. With 35% off our exceptional paints and stains, you can give some color love to your bathroom, living room, or every room in your home. Shop in-store or order online for curbside pickup. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dentist to actually believe you? And you're flossing every day. Absolutely. Great. Um, and you're cutting down on your sweets? Of course. <laughs> Wonderful. Then I don't even need to look in there. Great. See you in six months. There's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit geico.com for details. Set a reminder for A's Cast Live and don't miss out on appearances from manager Bob Melvin, GM David Forrest, and Ray Fossey. A's Cast Live airs prior to weeknight games and is always available in one click at athletics.com slash A's Cast. Join Chris Townsend for engaging look around baseball and hear from the biggest names in baseball as they give you the coverage you want and need. Get started at athletics.com slash A's Cast today. can't believe the Dodgers gave that up. Come on, L.A. Can't be talking a big game and then get beat, especially late. Ace Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. 
Let's go to my astrologer. Andrea, you have Matt Chapman's chart. I'm scared to ask. No, that's okay. Information is power. As above, so below. And you're so right on. It's not about contracts or money. You know, sometimes we just get difficult planetary cycles, and that, unfortunately, is where Matt Chapman is at. Uh, he's a determined Taurus, so that's good. Um, I believe it was uh, April 28, 1993. So he does have that Taurus determination. Um, transiting Uranus, planet of expect the unexpected, is in Taurus. That can bring unexpected, unusual changes and can be disruptive. So that said, it only happens once every 84 years. <laughs> That's the good news. doesn't happen very often. But um, obviously he's uh, done for the remainder of the season. And you were so right. He just wasn't himself. And, you know, he tried to play through the pain, and that wasn't working. So when these planetary transits are kind of heavy, it's best to kind of acknowledge them and, um, you know, do what you need to do. I think the surgery is on Monday, did they say? I believe so. Yeah, so uh, Mercury's not retrograde till October 13th to November 3rd, so that's okay. Mars is retrograde, but that's okay. Can't have can't have everything perfect, but uh, you know, let him get this handled. And um, on a more happier note, my Virgo birthday twin, Marcus Simeon, September 17, nice three-run homer, and uh, Aries Chad Pinder. Um, he looks like he's going to be on the IL. Um, I think, uh, what is it, March 29, 1992. So, you know, be that as it may, it's just uh, kind of a loss. And ironic that they he just got his platinum glove yesterday, uh, Chapman. So that was kind of... Uh, I know, know, it was delivered to... yesterday to him? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I thought, you know, obviously it was, you know, they couldn't do much of a ceremony, but I saw it on the pregame um, that he had like a platinum glove. And um, yeah. so he's got so two he's of them, a, I, I, but they're but but they're on the road. But he got it on the road. Yeah, it was something in the pregame, Townie. Uh, him and another A, the name escapes me of the other A, were holding up platinum gloves, and I don't know if they were alluding to something in the past or something. No, no, only uh, only Matt Chapman's won a platinum glove. Okay, yeah. Were so you watching on NBC on... California? You know, it was sort of like just the background generic of a baseball field, so it wasn't. Oh, it, really it, tell, okay. Like, I don't know, so I, I I can't comment. I don't know. I didn't see it. Right, but it, you know, it, it's a big loss for the team, and uh, you know, next man up. But still, you know, when we get these transits and life kind of knocks us for a loop, we got to go with the flow, and it's disruptive. But we have to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. And you know, he's young; he's a quick healer. But, uh, you know, that was just something, uh, little, little challenging news to deal with among everything else. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess for me, yeah. when I hear you're going to a specialist, right. I'm kind of always, <sighs> I, I don't expect, I, you know, it's going to be great news if it'll be great news if they go, oh, he went and saw the specialist and, you know, everything's fine. And, you know, it's going to I mean, it most times when you go see the Tommy John guy, you're getting Tommy John. Right. I mean, I'm used to that. You yep. know, like like when guys hurt their knees in the NFL, mm-hmm. 
most times, you know, guess what? It's his ACL. Well, guess what? He's going to have right. surgery. I mean, it's just it's it's the way the human body works. And, and when you stress the human body the way mm. these professional athletes do, and it's in all sports, like you think like golf, soft. Man, look mm-hmm. how ma- look how many surgeries Tiger oh, Woods Tiger has Woods, had. Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I got somebody I can ask about this. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead, keep talking. I gotta, I gotta do a text right now. Go ahead. Oh sure, yeah. So you know, the good news is he is a, you know, persevering Taurus, but you know he's kind of stubborn. So he did try to play through it. Kind of give him credit for that. And uh, you know he's very enduring, very determined, and you know reliable. So he will eventually heal up for next season, and that'll be nice to uh, have him back. But uh, you know it's definitely a loss down the stretch for the team. So that was, uh, you know, a challenge there. But I agree with your earlier assessment. It's not about contracts, money, although Scott Boris is an intense Scorpio, and he, he's a piece of work, but <laughs> that's another conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for the call. You be well. Yes, you too. Take good care. So right now I'm reaching out to someone who will know exactly the answer to the question about recovery. I've reached out to someone who has degrees that none of us have. I mean, it's just, you know, you deal with the hip and you got a bad hip and, you know, running, hitting. So it looks like it's going to take, the answer I'm getting is about six months. Or could be a little bit more. So where are we? Mid-September, so mid-October, mid-November, December, January, February, May. Wait, January, February, March. Season, if everything goes as planned without COVID and labor strife. I guess we could probably look at a good time for Matt Chapman to be back. And ready to go would be April. And I always like to be a little cautious. You know, we lived through a time where we tried to rush Tommy John guys back. Remember that? Oh, he's going to be back. It's only, you know, it was like, it's only been, it's been 11 months. We started rushing these guys back. And it was like a badge of honor. I'm throwing again. I'm throwing. Now they want like, they, forget a year. They're talking 14 months now. Time is the best for healing. Doing it right. Going slower. Do not rush back. Matt Chapman to me, if what I'm getting, the information I'm getting right now, I'm thinking April if not early May, which is fine. I do not want to rush him back. I don't want him to rush back. And he's the kind of guy who's going to want to rush back. Now you're going to have to hold him back. Too many times in the 90s, and that's kind of when I got into this, too many times in the 90s it was a badge of honor to come back earlier. I mean, how many athletes said, yeah, I think of you know one who played here in the Bay Area, Pro Football Hall of Famer. I've done shows with him, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson came back super early from an ACL tear, and he was so proud of it. He was lucky. 
You have the surgery. Take the time. It's your career. You expect to have a long career. And if you're out a month, that's okay. If you're out a month and a half, fine. We've got guys on this club right now. Whether you talk Chris Bassett, James Caprellian, I just had a conversation with our old buddy Kendall Graveman. Tommy John is not a stock surgery that everybody made it out to be. It's not like he got a hernia. I've had that surgery, by the way. Yeah. Tommy John can take time. And you can have setbacks. Kendall Graveman was calling Chris Bassett. He worried that he's re- worried, you know, you know, you feel it doesn't feel good. And I'm worried. That whole, hey, it's taken 12 months and he'll be back. You don't know that. It takes time. So, Matt Chapman, I don't know what kind of spring training. I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of spring training he's going to have. But I expect him back with the answers that I'm getting that I could see it being in mid to late April, if not into May. But that's fine. That's the beginning of the season. Get him back. And he's Matt Chapman. Here is Bob Melvin after two games, one win, one loss. First of all, um, what are your thoughts on the way your team was able to respond to, to kind of a bad morning between the Chapman news and then the, the you know first game? Yeah, not a surprise. I mean, we've, we've, whatever we've run into roadblocks we've run into in the past, these guys seem to respond and, and did it right away too. Um, some really good at bats across the board early in the game, gave Bass some breathing room. It's tough to sit around for about 40 minutes and go out there and do your thing, but we'll take that. And, um, you know, you just have to keep moving on. And like I said, it's always about the next opportunity. So, which what was a tough day even got even tougher with uh, Pinder's got a, a right hamstring strain and uh you know that's probably not good either to tell you the truth bob your team is now i think nine and zero against uh left-handed starters uh, what what is your explanation for that record we got a lot of good right-handed hitters i think um and some lefties that put together some good at bats listella's terrific against lefties machine had some good at bats today but if you look around you know when we were fully healthy uh you know, it was basically all right-handed hitters and only in the lineup. So we've we've gotten some left-handers here recently. Um, thought we were a little right-handed heavy at times early in the season, but it doesn't surprise me that we're having success against left-handed pitching. Yeah, uh, shot pinders, uh, injury is a uh, injury list possibility or you will be? Yeah, I don't know for sure, but anytime you're dealing with a hammy and, you know, unfortunately – those things take some time. So my guess is it will be uh, an injured list thing. And it was on the play that he came in, the, the, the short hop play that he made, first move he made going after it, he could feel it. And then after the game, you know, obviously we, we couldn't play him in the in the second game, unfortunately. And that's that's his time. I guess left-handed pitching, we have some lefties coming up too. So it's not great timing, obviously, for him. Bob, what are your thoughts on Bassett's outing? Particularly, he had to sit for so long. I think, you know, 40-some minutes there in that second. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not easy to do. You'll take it because, you know, you're scoring runs. Um, but, you know, you try to get out there as quickly as you can, throw a few more pitches. 
uh, in between innings, and sometimes the umpires are are cognizant of that, so they don't want anybody getting hurt. But I think all in all, he'll take it. Was that uh, was that an encouraging day for uh, for Semyon to be able to get through both games and to hit the home run in the second game? Yeah, he feels good. You know, he's, his swing looks tighter. I mean, he looks just freer. It doesn't look like he's he's favoring it. So um, I even wanted to get him out a little bit earlier. He wanted that last bat because uh, he wants some at bats. Uh, you know, after being down some. So yeah, I think we're we're knock wood. We're in a good spot with him. You talked to uh, Piscotti uh, after the game. How is he feeling uh, moving forward? I didn't talk to him after the game, but I'm. I think he's good. I, I know that uh, potentially he could have come off the bench yesterday, and we, you know, we we gave him just the one game. So I don't think we're gonna have any problems there. Good to see Marcus Simeon swinging again. The number five one zero nine five six thirty seven hundred. Roger in Berkeley. You're on the A's clubhouse show. Hey, Chris, how's it going? I just wanted to agree with you on a couple of things. Um, the 154 games for sure. There's no reason for those eight extra games, especially 19 against your division every year. You know, it's nice to see all the five California teams and the West Coast teams. We've got to play your local teams. And then the seven inning games, you know, that cuts in on stats and that cuts in on the record books. So now we're talking about guys oh, now I couldn't get the 70 home runs. I couldn't get the, you know, the 300 wins, all the big stats, 3,000 hits, because, you know, I, I like if the, if the game is out of reach, you know, 10 to 1, no, but I didn't, I turned the TV off. We didn't need to see the end of that game. It, that was perfect for seven innings. But the, the early game, you know, that was close. And then you could go down the line. You could say, but yeah, there should be a cutoff, a certain amount of runs, maybe the grand slam, the four run limit usually is a good baseball marker. So, yeah, but nobody wants to see a blowout. And then um, starting pitching, the number five spot on our roster, you know, last year was a point of strength. We had too many guys, and we thought Puck, Lizardo this year. But, yeah, now we're looking weak on the end. Dalton Jeffries, Caprillion, Minor, and those guys are not the answer. So Montas needs to figure it out. You know, Manaya is definitely in. Fires is our veteran, and Bassett showed today. So, you know, we need guys to step up. We don't have the depth. You know, yeah, they traded for Minor. They told us he wasn't the answer. He's just given us depth on the doubleheaders. But that's not, we need we need some more starting pitching. And then, um, I mean, for next year, I'm not talking about this year, but then Bo Mel, he's been, he's been excellent, really happy with his, uh, everybody's been giving him props. Chris Bassett was saying he's glad to have him at the, at the head manager and then KD KD in Texas used to match Chris. And now look at him. He's a shell of himself. They were scared of him. They used to run in Dallas when they saw the man, Chris come in and, you know, now both the crush Davises and Chris Davis out in Baltimore, they're, they're doing nothing on those big contracts. So I I wanted to get, let you talk a little bit about the standings watch, especially Everybody, we're all A's fans. All of us in baseball, we're watching the standings every day, and uh, it's coming down to the wire, and it's kind of fun to see who we're matching up against every day is a different matchup because we're getting the number two, then the number three, and then we'll play the number eight seed or the number seven seed. So, so check this out. I just, wanted, I just Googled this as you were talking. Teams played 154 games. So when they talk about the record books, 
they're already skewed because this. Teams played 154 games, but from 1961, AL teams would play opponents 18 times each for a total of 162. The nationally played 154 game schedule for the final time in 1961 before switching to 162. So before 1961, they didn't play 162 games. So all these guys that want to talk about, oh, we're worried about the record books. Well, you don't care that the yesteryear players didn't play as many games as these guys did. See, because we're, we're, now, we're now where we are now, and we don't care about back then. Right? Like, everybody now plays more games. NFL, NBA, NHL, everybody plays more games. And it's not because of the integrity of the sport. It's so they make more money. That's the only reason why they play more games. Let's squeeze more games in. And for years, for them, it was about tickets. And then this thing called cable was established. Because I don't know about you, uh, I don't think cable was around in 1961. I do remember getting cable sometime in the 80s, early 80s. Um, so everything is, is changed, but it's always been about money. It was never about the integrity. That's just what drives me nuts about dealing with these traditionalists. 162 games was never about this is how baseball is supposed to be. It was just about making more money. And now these guys try and hold on to it like, well, that's what it's about for the game and the numbers. Uh, From uh, 1961, before that, they played 154. No, you're right, Chris, because why are we holding on to the – that's why baseball is dying. We're so stuck on the past. I'm a huge fan. I'm on 30. I'm only 30 years old. I'm a huge fan of baseball. I yeah, yeah, but check this growth. out. It's not the past. It's 1961 because the past actually played 154 games. It's just people who watch baseball in the 60s, 70s, 80s. They're trying to hold on to that era, to where other people are going. Why don't we go back to to the way it used to be? Because it used to be not 162 games, which now, if we did that, we could add to the postseason, not worry about the weather. I mean, at least people are finally talking about it. No, exactly. Yeah, no, we need to get rid of the those. It was for the money. You're right, Chris, because the players now... They're they're talking about their bodies, and they're saying we that's wear and tear on our bodies. It's good to have, and you're running them out there with 25 man rosters. It's good to have the extra man roster. You were really running these guys down. You know, we're in Texas. Those pitchers in Texas, those they were getting run down for all those years. They had those bashers in the 90s, but they couldn't do anything. You know, so it's like you're totally right. It's it was all for the money, and um, the traditionalists need to kind of you know get with the program like. Some of the stuff you're you're right. Like I don't like the the second base in the tenth the tenth inning, but it's fun. You know, now we see it's fun. Like it was a minor league rule; they tested it out, and I would push them back to first base. Why can't they start on first base? You know, just try little things like that to, to compromise. Like the four four uh, pitch uh, intentional walk. Send them to first. We don't need to watch the four pitch intentional walk. That was a good one. You know, so. Now, that's interesting what you're talking because that was also a World Baseball Classic rule, starting the guy on second. But, yeah, okay, uh, try it out. Try the guy on first. I mean, l- look at the NFL. They did the I can challenge the pass interference rule. 
Ah, it didn't work out. So you know what they did? They changed it. They changed it to where you can't do it. I mean, everybody is so. It's like you can change a rule, and if it doesn't work, then get rid of it. I yeah. mean, it's it's your you game. Collect, you can yeah. you control it. Collectively bargain it, and then they're so scared. I think yeah, exactly. It's like you know why why can't we just you know be flexible on stuff like? And then you're scared of the play like. In the playoffs, you know, I don't think the extra inning rule applies for the playoffs. It's like, that's a regular season thing. Let's get to 162 games. Let's not have 15-inning games. And let's, in the playoffs, we'll play real, you know, 15-inning games if it comes down to it. I will challenge anybody on this. Because you know what I've heard, but I, 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 don't, I don't go after people. But I've heard the, we could have teams under 500 in the postseason. Okay. <laughs> What if the people I work around, I work around a lot of traditionalists. What if the A's were the eighth seed in a season and were under 500? Would you say working for the A's, we shouldn't be in the playoffs and I don't want to be a part of this? I guarantee you what that answer would be. I What? what? Think exactly. about that. The, just think about Giants, that. Let's say the eight. Let's, the say, let's, let's call it. Let's call it five hundred. And you go, five hundred teams shouldn't be in the playoffs. Well, what if it's the A's? Are you going to criticize it then if it's the A's? And by the way, a five hundred team could make a run and be a darling team and win the World Series and have a parade and everybody would love it. No, it's all good discussion. Chris, you have good discussion on your show. It's like we we as A's fans, you know, we used to call in your show a lot and, like, get these fast, rapid-in calls. I know you're doing, like, longer. We got the Andrea doing the astrology always. He's a loyal caller. But I, I like the debate and the different topic. You know, some of the old-timers want to chime in, too. That's fine. It's like they have their beliefs, but it's like it's based, you know, just because exactly, just because you said you have your beliefs, the data and everything shows something else. So, you know, that your belief honestly doesn't matter. Yeah, it, well, you know, and I, I'm glad you said that because now that we're A's cast and we can kind of be more of a a show that is not controlled by terrestrial, traditional radio, and we can get into these topics and we can – because most radio stations get off of that and get to the football, get to the basketball. No, we're a baseball show. We talk baseball. We only talk. That's what we do. And we can have in-depth baseball conversations that I guarantee you program directors in terrestrial radio would not allow you or me to have if I was still doing standard radio in the Bay Area. They don't want it. And I think it's wrong. Our numbers are fabulous on A's cast. We're the number one. What you're listening to right now is no Number one in Major League Baseball. They don't want me bragging about it, but sometimes I will. We're the number one podcast, number one download. No one's better than we are because we cover the game better than anybody else, and we have discussions that are fair. I might be right. I might be wrong. You might be right. You might be wrong, but it's fair. And we, and we love this game, and we care about this game, and we want to grow this game. So I have no problem getting into this stuff. And, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, tomorrow, Ray Fossey, I don't know how long he's he, – because Ray listens. Ray's going to be on me about this. <laughs> Ray, and I love it. I absolutely love it. But it's great to have these discussions. And I'll tell you what, Rob Manfred and his group in New York, they have numbers. 
They have data. And there's a reason why all of a sudden when he had the opportunity to make severe changes, because these changes are severe to the game of baseball, and no one could dispute it because uh, it's a shortened season, we're all going to go with it. He knew he could push it forward because he has the data that says it works. Yeah, do you know when you said traditionalist, I immediately thought of Ray. And, you know, we love Ray, but it's like his generation is is on us about a lot of things. And we're like, we're trying to let them know, you know, we love the game too. It's not that, you know, we want to change your game or the game that you guys grew up and you guys grew the game. It's like there's guys growing the game now, like Tatis. He's growing the game, you know? It's fact. I mean, I mean. When he was mic'd up on that Fox game, it was phenomenal. And they're talking about who's got the best hair on the team. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's going to bring a different group of people to baseball that I think you have that opportunity because there's less kids playing football around the country right now. That's just that's another fact. So grab those kids. Get them into your game. Make it exciting. This whole get off my lawn and all that kind of stuff, it's like, uh, you know, we might have some breaking news. But, hey, thank you for the phone call. You calling again. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. So we have Shayna Rubin, who covers the athletics, says several sources say the A's potentially, we'll put it that way, are signing Jake Lamb, who was let go by the Arizona Diamondbacks. All right. Makes sense. I mean, right now, you, you, I mean, you're looking at, okay, what are we going to do? What was it? 15 games left. Is that right? 15 games? Yeah, 15 games left. You just lost your third baseman. Let's go to Keith in Oakland. Keith, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. County, what is going on, my brother? And good evening, Oakland and beyond. Hope you all are doing safe out there, uh, avoiding being out in this uh crazy-ass smoke out there. Man, some great A's baseball over the course of the last week. Very unfortunate, though, to lose Chapman and Pender, obviously. Very insane uh, Wednesday, obviously, overall, uh, with a backdrop that looked like we were all on uh, Mars instead of on uh, on Earth on Wednesday. It was, it was very weird, County, sitting up here at my new spot, uh, which, by the way, we got the, uh, the outdoor driving range set up out here whenever you wanted to swing by and take some hats. But uh, <laughs> it was a trip Wednesday sitting here uh, – with uh, Dave Cobble on the phone interviewing him for a segment for uh, for my show and just sitting here feeling like, man, I felt like I was in in containment on another planet, dude. It was just it was a trip Wednesday with all the smoke in the air. Yeah, it's uh, it's been bizarre world, no question about it. And it, it's going to be a baseball season that we're never going to forget. And that's why I think we will look back on whoever wins this, everything they had to go through, to be the last team standing, it's going to be very, very impressive. Oh, yeah, definitely no doubt with that. And regardless who that ends up being, you know, regardless, you know, obviously a lot of us out there would love to see it beat us, obviously. But regardless who that last team standing is, 
you know, there are going to be people out there, obviously, they're going to hate on and be like, oh, it didn't count because it was 60 games and yada, yada. It's like, you know, whoever looks at it that way, they're, they're a, a moron for thinking that because if your team's the one that gets there and winning, you're going to be the one that's going to be sitting there saying and backing and celebrating and all that stuff. So whoever does win this, it definitely is going to be race. will be interesting. And no doubt with that, just whoever it is, just hopefully there's no hating out there. But, you know, that kind of plays into kind of the whole old school philosophy that some of y'all have been discussing throughout the course of the show tonight. And it definitely will be interesting to see some of these, what these rule changes are going forward. Some of them, I'm still kind of, you know, I'm not going to lie. And it's being brought up with some of the old school, you know, mindset and people I grew up with that I kind of have that, you know, quote unquote mindset that Ray has too, but I'm also willing and open to, you know, changes that are going to, you know, obviously better the game, allow the game to be expanded going forward and get more younger people involved with it. But uh, last thing I wanted to touch on, Tony, before I went in and let you all go for the night is uh, obviously, you know, tough scene with the whole situation with what happened with Chapman. I feel, you know, unlike um, ace teams of the past, uh, we're uh, better equipped to withstand and absorb a blow like this. And it was obviously, this was even before uh, Pender got hurt because, you know, you got guys down in the system that can come in, be that next man up, uh, someone, you know, like a Sheldon Noisy, who Ken Korak has told me in the past, uh, probably would be starting on any of the other 29 teams out there in the league if he wasn't, you know, you know, basically held up, you know, backlogged here with all the great talent in front of him. So there's definitely a lot of pieces there that will, I think, help absorb that blow. And one of those pieces, obviously, you know, now this definitely makes the acquisition of Tommy Wastella look even better than it did before. And definitely will be interesting to see uh, if what you were talking about, if uh, they are on the verge of getting ready to acquire Jake Lamb, it definitely will be interesting to see how that affects things. But, yeah, it sucks, it hurts, but I feel that the A's are in a position that they can, you know, basically impact that blow and it won't hurt them as much. But, hey, we'll see what happens going forward. Well, Lamb, I mean, you got to believe is just what do you got to lose? I mean, he's been hurt ever since he – what was he an all-star in, like, 16 or 17? He had a really big year with the D-backs and has just not been able to stay healthy ever since. I'll look up his numbers here, but it's just – he, you got nothing to lose bringing somebody in like that. I mean, obviously he wasn't having a like like he was not having a good year in Arizona, and I mean it's a catch lightning in the bottle kind of deal. I mean, you, you only have X amount of games if you can bring him in, and all of a sudden he finds it. That's great. If not, well, you know, hopefully by that point Pender's back and and Machine has been able to show he can play third or. You can mix and match, and Listella can play third at times, and you still have Tony Kemp and Pender, Machine. So you so you got you got pieces of the puzzle, but your guy's gone down. Bottom line, you got to keep going. It's a next man Definitely. up mentality. It sucks, but oh, yeah. it is what it is. Oh, yeah, definitely next man up mentality, and I agree with you as well that, yeah, Chappie definitely should not rush back from this thing. You know, you know take your time with it, you know, go through the process, do everything you got to do, because obviously one of the big things that a lot of us fans are still talking about up to this point is, you know, the whole situation with Chris Davis is how much of that is still possibly, you know, lingering issues from the hip injury from last year or the yips or a combination of both. And seeing that whole situation happen, I definitely got to echo your sentiment that, yeah, definitely it'd be nice to have Chappie back as soon as possible next year. But at the same time, dude, don't rush it. Take your time. And once you're finally 100%, get back on the field. And on that note, Chris, I'm going to go and let you and everybody else go for the rest of the night. Y'all take care. Good evening, Oakland and beyond. And as always, stay Oakland.
my friends. Coming up next, Marcus Simeon right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Ready to take on that painting project? Ask Sherwin-Williams and get 35% off paints and stains with sale prices starting at $2502, August 27th through September 7th. With 35% off our exceptional paints and stains, you can give some color love to your bathroom, living room, or every room in your home. Shop in-store or order online for curbside pickup. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 9-12, limit 6, in-store only, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. Never catch a baseball with your hat. The thing so many of us dreamed of doing as a kid is apparently not allowed in the pros. This Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. According to baseball's rulebook, it is illegal to manipulate the ball with any part of your uniform. Yes, even your cool new team cap. But no rule says the fans can't give it a try. The Rules of the Road brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Sunmade chocolate-covered raisins have the magic of chocolate mixed with the goodness of raisins. Imagine the sweetness of golden raisins covered in pure milk chocolate or smooth peanut butter. How about mixed with crunchy almonds or maybe dusted with dark cocoa? Imagine no more because you can enjoy this indulgent goodness now. Sunmade chocolate-covered raisins, available at Lucky, Save Mart, or Food Max near you. Unlock offers and receive exclusive in-game features by downloading the MLB Ballpark app for iPhone and Android today. Plus, get the latest information on game times, schedules, and more. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone! We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Biff, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? 
head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. And Marcus hits a deep drive into left. White going back. White at the track. Right to the wall. Leaping at the wall. And it's gone. And Simeon has hit a three-run home run. And the A's reached double figures. It's 10-0 in favor of the A's in the fifth inning. I mean, I can't tell you how good it is to see that. I mean, when you look at Marcus's year, with this big day, He's still hitting 221 with only a 661 OPS. That was so good to see. Get him going again with Tommy Lastella. That's a one-two punch, man. That plays in the postseason. Two guys at the top who are making it happen and they're getting on base and making contact. I know, I've been talking about making contact, I, and, and I, <laughs> I, it really sounds stupid. Yeah, you're making contact. Well, yeah, what else would you do when you go to the plate? <laughs> Striking out's bad. Tommy LaStella puts the ball in play. Look at that, he's got an 804 OPS. He was two for five, RBI. I mean, you look at the box score, Tommy LaStella... Shows up almost every game. He's doing something. Productivity. And getting Simeon back to doing that, that's a great one-two punch. No question about it. And get Chris Bassett that lead. I mean, come on. Once you once you go up 7 nothing. I know they blew it the other night uh, when, when, they, when they had the lead 4 nothing. But you go up 7 nothing. With this bullpen, this staff, it should be ball game over. Ten to one victory for the Athletics. Marcus Simeon, two for five, four RBIs, two runs scored. Here he is with the media after the ball game. Hi, Marcus. Um, you guys obviously had some tough injury news today with um, the the news about Chapman's surgery and the first game of the doubleheader. Uh, what is the feeling in the second game, especially as you guys start to bust loose there in the second inning? Yeah, I mean, we just got to keep playing. Um, we knew this year would be tough with injuries, um, you know, just the schedule in general. And this this is a tough part of our schedule. So it's tough to lose some guys, but I know we have the depth within the organization. Um, I don't know who they're going to bring up, but we have good players in San Jose. Um, and it seems like people are stepping up when they need to. So I think we'll be okay. Bob said you wanted, you wanted that last at bat. Is it just a matter of getting back into the swing because you seem to be coming on coming on strong now? Yeah, um, you know, working back from the injury, just trying to find a rhythm. Uh, that at bat didn't go too well, but that's all right. It's part of the game. You know, I understand that um, I'm not going to come back and just you know hit great every day. So I'm just trying to grind and figure it out along the way. Marcus, because it's a, a, a it was a side pull and you came back and clearly you're ready to play, you feel like you're able to let the bat loose like you know you're capable of, and that's behind you now. It's just a matter of seeing pitches and 
try to get back to that rhythm you're talking about? Yeah, uh, I've been doing a lot of work in the training room just to get ready every day and keep it loose and uh, just stay on it. You know, this is something that I've had in the past. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't like to go in the training room, but, you know, I, I understand it's important now and I'm going to stay in there and keep working on it. Marcus, you've been around um, Chris Bassett for a while now. What do you think of just the consistency he's brought to you guys in the rotation this year? Yeah, Bassett's been great. You know, I always say the guys who throw a two-seam and a four-seam are the toughest guys to face, and it seems like he's got both of those working. Um, and, of course, the big curveball, the cutter, he mixes it up well. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's been around for a while now. I think he's a veteran guy in, in this rotation. And he's, he's learning. He talks pitching all the time when he's not – on the mound and um you know we got we've got a great rotation with a lot of knowledge we've also got young guys with talent so it's a good mix how how are you feeling just uh overall especially after you know playing both games um today is it something where you're still kind of having to manage discomfort or are you feeling pretty uh like markedly better at this point yeah, I think with this thing, there's good days and bad days. But for me, I just have to do whatever it takes to get ready to play. And once I'm out there, you, just, you don't think about it. Keep it loose. Um, you know, that this game's funny. You can you can do something good even when you're not feeling right. That's I've always said that. Um, you know, you have a lot of opportunities to make something happen that happened tonight. Marcus, they, they haven't um, explained exactly what the injury is besides left side soreness. What have they told you specifically it is? Uh, yeah, it's kind of just like a rib cage uh, inflammation. So you know, it's I don't know. It's something that I've dealt with in the past, and it kind of just went away. So that's what I'm trying to do: is play through it, work through it, stay on the stay on it in the training room, and uh, finish strong here. Marcus, how much has the communication grown with you and and Be My Own Machine? Now he's getting more reps at third base, and you're next to him. You you and Matt certainly knew each other very well, and. What's that process like? Yeah, he's a great player. I can't believe he was in double A last year. He's really mature. Um, he's he's hitting the ball really hard. I think he, he should have a lot more hits. Uh, he's getting robbed. Plays He plays good defense. He plays all over the field. Um, he's a good teammate, so he fits in well here. All right, this is what we got going. We are going to be back tomorrow at 1040 with A's Total Access. First pitch is ele- it's eleven thirty-five, Robert. Eleven thirty-five. Your A's right now where we stand. I'm just gonna refresh this to make sure we are perfect on this. So Tampa right now is thirty and sixteen for a six fifty-two winning percentage. The A's are tied with the White Sox. At 29 and 16, and a winning percentage of 644. Now, obviously, games played and all that stuff changes everything, but it just shows you're the cream of the crop. The magic number is eight. And you got a game tomorrow, a doubleheader on Monday in Seattle. And then two games in Colorado. And what this team will look like on the day off and on the 17th will be very interesting. Frankie Montas up against Lance Lynn. That's their ace. Which Frankie are the A's going to get tomorrow? 
because Frankie pitches at times like he's an ace. Will he give you that tomorrow? He's 3-3 three and three with a 5.73 ERA to where Lance Lynn is 5-2 and two with a 2.52 ERA. The stretch is on. The sprint is on. And this has been a lot of fun. It's been a long day, but it's been a lot of fun. All right, we'll be back at 1040 in the morning on the A's Radio Network and A's Cast. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Be safe, and we'll see you all tomorrow. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. There's a chance your local Geico agent has the same hyper specific taste in music as you. Yeah, I can't get enough of neo operatic breakbeat. Do you listen to Kale Bent and the Lettuce Works? Only every day. But there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with insurance. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need a hip, underground music scene to do that. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.